Word. And we're back like brand new wax on Cadillac. Welcome to the Roach Clay Podcast. You already know what time it is. Crack up a brewski, light up a blunt, and enjoy a beautiful day, you know. Beautiful day to be alive. If you're still alive and witness that Tyson Wilder fight, I congratulate you for witnessing one of the greatest boxing displays in recent times. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you catch that fight? I did. I, I caught it. Uh, yeah, man. Way to come back from adversity, both of them. Great and, fight. Great fight. Yeah. I was sitting on the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think another heavyweight could be Wilder though. It, I think Tyson Fury is his kryptonite. That's the only fool he can't be. You think they're gonna have him uh, face off with uh, Joshua? That's Joshua, I, Joshua yeah. just lost as yeah, well to uh, that that uh, other dude, that, Usyk or something. Yeah, right, Usyk. I remember we were talking about him a few months ago, uh, his records and stuff. But yeah, I hadn't I hadn't seen him at that time. He was him and Ortiz were like popping around for like top three or four like pound not pound for pound uh for heavyweights <clears throat> but now that i guess it's the way the ranking system works you know uh fury and wolves whatever that dude's name is deontay wilder no 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 uh oh anthony oh Usyk? yeah that they're talking about him tyson that'd be a good then, one yeah and i wouldn't then, be uh, mad at that and wilder uh um anthony well, how good, Joshua. How, how, let's let's talk about that Wilder uh, Fury fight, dude. Part three. I'm gonna be honest. I was going for I was going for uh, Fury. That's because I like his story. You know, Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah, I was going for Fury. Um, but I thought uh, Wilder was gonna take it. I was expecting him. You know, if if I was a betting man, I would have bet on him. And uh, I was because I was just waiting for that one punch to come. Even though I was going for Fury. I was just thinking, like, because I felt like he wanted it more. But the more I was actually watching it, um, the look in his eye, dude, he just didn't look. He looked broken. He looked broken, like all the way up until the fight. So I was, I was that. I was kind of paying attention to a lot of that. So during the fight, um, when he knocked down Fury those uh, twice in the round, I was like, "Fuck, dude, he's probably gonna take it." And then, uh, yeah, we all know what happened, and that was dope, man. Watching a big guy move like that. Shaped like a bag of mayonnaise, just fucking juking. Sack of potatoes right there. Fuck, man. That's a sack of potatoes. That cardio for days, dude. For days. Fuck. That's what I was was having a conversation with Julio how these fools have all that cardio, bro, and they're not they're not shizzled. They have the Yeah. They're fat, you know, even they're they're even fatter during off season. (laughs) Yeah. He was what, two seventy seven? Yeah, so that's the only thing I was concerned about when I seen his weight and the weigh in. I was like, because I knew Fury was going to outbox this fool. That was my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> I said he finished him in the seventh, I think. Broly said in the tenth. But then when we saw the weigh-ins, we started questioning ourselves. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, like, Breeze came in at 280, but I also got to remember he's fucking five foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking he like a little Pierre, little Sage Pierre in the house. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was the only thing that concerned me. But after I seen the first round in, or second round, I was like, oh, dude, this fool's, fool's ready for this fight. Yeah. This fool did what he had to do, came in strong, came in steady, and laid the smackdown. Yeah, and, and Wilder, he had a good game plan going into it with those sticking to the body jabs. And I was wondering why he didn't uh, – I, I I think Fury just adjusted and threw yeah, him yeah. off. Well, in right. my opinion, he uh, blew his – he showed that off too early. Yeah. He should have started off slower instead of starting off with his new weapons and shit. <clears throat> 
Yeah. Because Fury's going to figure you out whether you like it or not. He's one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Somebody was talking about, uh, they, they talk about the way he bounces back. And I said, like, dude, once you can bounce back from depression, and like ain't nothing going to hold you back. And it's crazy because you, you really you see how he, you see the difference in how he talks now. Just about anything, you know. But I mean, he still talks shit. But I think that's cool when you you see how his um, it's that maturity that goes into fighting that you need. Like you go in there raw and you know, <clears throat> intimidating what he does. But uh, yeah, man, I, I don't think there's anyone that can really stand with him. I don't dude, think yeah. so. Not in the heavyweight division. Because he's only what thirty three, too. He's fairly young. Yeah, I think Joshua. I think he'd be too much for Joshua. Yeah. I think it'd be too much for any of them. Reese, Joshua. For dude six nine to bounce around like that, dude, that that shit's crazy. Movement like a motherfucker, yeah. dude. Yeah. And I didn't realize he uh it, like now I kind of understand the moniker the Gypsy King, more so because dude couldn't fight like for any Olympics. Like he, he doesn't have any Olympic records because like no country would really claim him. Like Great Britain, Ireland, uh where else was he go? Or you know, like England, and I thought that shit was kind of crazy when I was watch- when I was watching that shit about him. And that's the Gypsy King. Yeah, like legit, dude. Dude, he's a fucking amazing shit talker too. Yeah, you know, what I mean, he's like poetic on the mic. This other fool was like, he couldn't keep up verbally. That's why there's one interview, bro. There's one press conference where Wilder literally does him with these big headphones on mm-hmm. the whole time, and he don't answer questions. He acts like he's not hearing anything. That's insecurity. He's just sitting there. It's like, bro, you know this is the biggest fight of your life. Try to sell this bitch. You really think that's going to outsell whether whether your shit talking is whack or not? At least when you guys go back and forth, it's always funny. Yeah. Because this fool, while uh, Fury always figures out a way to call him a dum-dum. Yeah. Like, he can't, he can't <laughs> process that. His brain ain't big enough or shit like that. He ain't got the mental capacity to process that question to me that's fucking genius the way he talks shit yeah yeah but what's funny is like when they were in the ring he was just like bitch <laughs> like across the ring yeah before they was like bitch so he, that's all he says in the ring that shit was funny it wasn't even like to, he was like fucking psyching him out dude he was fucking like in his head because the first what the first round started off i just knew um fury had the stamina though you know like his yeah. weight wasn't affecting him at that point and then he drops him, right? He draws Wilder in the third or yeah, second? Yeah, I think like third or third or fourth, something like that. It was pretty early on. He draws Wilder. Yeah, twice. Wilder gets up. No, no, no. Once. No, Fury gets dropped. No, Wilder gets dropped first, remember? Does he? I don't remember that. Like a round before. So I think in the third oh, round. Oh, that's right. And he comes back. And, and the fourth round drops that foot yeah. twice. Bro. I was like, fuck. And then the, the fucking bell rings, remember? Yeah. Because he drops him twice in a row. You think the ref gave him a slow count? I felt like he did. Have you counted it yourself? Um, I counted it myself the other day, uh, this morning. Oh, you what? Yeah. Was it long? He got up at nine in my count. Okay. Like literally got up at nine and the ref was at seven. Because that's when he yelled that. Uh, but he did get up before the 10 count. Yeah. And then on the first one, actually, I didn't count the first one, to tell you the truth. I think it was the second one where he it was it was kind of a long count and it was like right before the end yeah, of the Yeah, right yeah. before the end of the round. And I think it was that one. 
and then because uh, I remember being like, "Oh shit!" Like, you should count it. I count. I counted nine. Yeah. I, but at nine, he's up, and then he tells him, "Let me see your fucking gloves." Yeah. I was like, "I'm good. I'm good." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I was like, eh, again, I was going for I was going for Fury, but I that's I was I was just kind of trying to be impartial uh, while watching it, and then um. And then after that, Fury just, I, th- I mean, Fury, Wilder just blew his wad, I think, yeah. that round. Trying to end this fool. He was just headhunting the whole time. Headhunting. Yeah. And you can't really do that with, because uh... again, it was like they were, they were, tr- they were trying to play, they were trying to play mind games. And it really, when they were like doing the whole boxing glove, like inspecting the gloves. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of just like. He had to go cheap. back, right, and change his gloves. Yeah. They said that they didn't prove it or something. So they gave him like a brand new pack of gloves. Yeah. And then it was because it was the foam padding as the the one he switched to had like horse hair in it. Yeah, horse hair. So that's where what um But they've been using that for years. Yeah, yeah. And he so he switched it up and then when he took his time coming out, like took he's like he's gonna come out when he's ready or whatever. And you could tell that was just like mind games, but like you can't those aren't the mind games you can play with somebody like uh Fury. You know what I mean? It's like that's like trying to do that. Like that's amateur shit to like someone like McGregor. You know? Yeah, and but Fury's even next level. Exactly. Because <laughs> this fool's not a gimmick. Like McGregor, you could tell it's a gimmick. Because mm-hmm. one day he's like one fight, he's a Mister Nice Guy. He was nice when he fought Poirier. Cowboy, and then Poirier. The f- second time. The second time. Yeah. Remember, he was like this nice guy, McGregor. They're giving each other their shit. And then he's all shit. I gotta just bring my gimmick back. Like, the Gypsy King ain't no gimmick. That's just who he is, bro. Like, he's natural. He's a natural motherfucking boxer, and he's a natural fucking king on the mic, bro. You know what I mean? A real a real poetic shit talker. Yeah. And he gets it done, too. Oh, he's poetic on the ring. He's poetic in the ring. Yeah. He, uh... I didn't, I didn't realize he was so in the... He was, like, so in the Jesus... I like, didn't realize I was riding his dick this hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's a dope ass dude. Hey, man. bro, I'm, I remade that that logo. I can't find it anywhere. The Jesus one. Yeah, uh, Jesus es rey, el rey viene. Yeah, yeah. I just like the way it looks. I'm gonna put it on a T-shirt. Yeah, that'll just fucking sell. Or just uh, for like for myself. On you the, want one? I'll make you one. Yeah, man, I'll I'll rock that and get some trucker caps like that too. But even on the back, it had that little fish. Yeah, uh, but I, that's what I was looking. I was like, the "This Christi- got to be somewhere." The Christianity? Oh, is it? I don't know. I remember seeing those. I, I, I found the hats for sale. Where? Oof, no shit. Where? Not the one he's wearing, but uh-huh. some with that same design. Oh, okay. But I can't find the actual design to mock it myself. Yeah. So I just redrew it, and it looks good. <laughs> nah, that's a dope. I don't know why. I think it was just the colors and shit. No, I liked it too because he wore it. He wore it before the fight. Yeah. Some interview or some press conference, he was wearing it. I was, like, I'm a, I was like, that's a dope-ass design he's wearing. Dude. Really? Yeah. You thought that too? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. So <laughs> I got the I got my version of it. It's pretty much the same shit. Let's say uh, Jesus. It says Tolo el que viene. That's a good one, though. What does that mean? Uh, Jesus, the king is coming. Oh. Thy <laughs> king, thy king is coming. In thy mouth. <laughs> no, but that, that that was a really good fight. And what did you think about the one before that? The other little, that other heavyweight one. I didn't, so I just watched yeah. the main event, dude. Not a lot of people watched it. Was it good? No. I mean, it, it got it done. It was. 
Oh yeah, you know I was. Yeah, the Cuban dude. Yeah. That fucking, my dad, my dad's funny. He's like, dude, that fucker whoop his ass, but he's just fucking running the whole fucking time. He's every time he hits him, it hurts him. But pinche puñal and all this shit, running around. But I was like, bro, that's like the sport, homie. You don't, you want to hit and not get hit. Yeah. But I understand where he's coming from. He wants to see a fucking Galadig Golovkin out there, just going forward, throwing putazos. You know what I mean? Julio Cesar Chavez type of shit. Just want to see that warrior shit. It's like that's not how it works anymore. No, that's what that's why that's why I like that the Fury Wilder fight. Like they they were going at it. Cause think about it, which brawler lasts? They don't last, bro. Oh hell no! Their peak is at like after like thirty three, thirty four. They're considered like old because your brain can only take so many punches. You know what I'm saying, dog? You got that. You got that number, that countdown, and yeah. once you reach a certain number, like you stop getting hit in the head, homie. That CTE. I mean, there was a, a BKFC boxer that died in the ring. Fuck yeah, that was great knuckle boxing. He got knocked out in the ring, bro, and ended up dying from the causes of that. Yeah, a like, month, a month like a month later. Yeah. How do you feel about all that, and what kind of like what they're saying about? It's you know, kind of puts a black eye on the sport. No, I don't think it does because everybody does know that. That that could happen. Yeah. Because like, there, it's not the first person who died. There's may, There's been plenty of deaths in boxing. Yeah. Like people have literally died for what they love, you know, inside that ring. And, yeah, I mean, they, they honestly do know what they're getting into. That could happen. And I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think he's a black on the sport. Maybe in the bare knuckle sport. Yeah. But in like the whole combat sports overall, I don't think so. Especially because they're like, like Dana White said, the UFC has never had nobody die. They've had a few fucking broken bones from like the yeah. kicks. You know what I mean? Like those crazy broken bones. He's up, but no fucking life threatening serious injuries. Because he says, we scan, we scan all our fighters. He's like, we fucking do rigorous testing on their brain and making sure that they could fight. He's like, there's been there's been a lot of fighters that we've had to let go, that they had to retire because of our testing. Meaning, if that guy that died in BKFC would have had all that testing, yeah. he would have known his brain can't take putazos anymore. And that makes sense. You know how the how he's how he put it out there. It's like we spend everybody always wants to talk shit how we fucking we don't pay our fighters and all this shit. He's like, there are any of our fighters to fucking show how much they got paid. He brought out paperwork, bro. This shit was crazy. Yeah. Talking shit on De La Hoya. But he said, yeah, a lot of the money does go towards, I think like 30, 30, 40 million goes towards just testing these motherfuckers out, you know, making sure that they could fight, that their brains can handle the trauma. <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's trauma. Getting yeah. hit in the head. Um, yeah, because I think it's the Nevada Athletics Commission that's that's under scrutiny right now because they sanctioned that fight mm-hmm. and the dude that died he was pretty much a can like it's what you're saying and he was he was on they should have known record. that he couldn't fight yeah. yeah or at least not that matchup bro he was like five, I looked up his record he was like five and like maybe you know like double dig like double digits above his wins you know like yeah. ten and thirty or some shit like God that damn. yeah that's what they were saying it was just like. 
that fight should have never been sanctioned. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to be, you know how, like in boxing, they'll, they'll feed an up-and-comer like cans just to pad the record. Mm-hmm. And that it's like in a combat, in a sport like bare-knuckle boxing, you know, um, that's what they were saying. Like, that's where I, I saw a lot of that, where it was coming on, like, the the state commission should not have sanctioned that fight. They shouldn't have sanctioned that fighter to fight. And um, I think that's true, and that's that's kind of that opens bare knuckle boxing up up until like like kind of what you're saying like how because uh, I don't think he died because he's getting hit with bare yeah. knuckles because we've seen motherfuckers take flying knees to the head and yeah. look like they've died on the UFC and the flying knees way harder than any knuckle could ever hit you you know what I mean so yeah. I don't think it's the bare knuckle that killed him I think it's oh and then the fall did you see the fall I remember watching the I saw like that part and the he after he gets knocked out he like falls and he pretty much hits his head like straight to the mat, so I was like fuck man like but that goes into what they're saying it's not necessarily the fighting itself, but it's like dude those that, that person should have not been yeah, allowed to fight exactly, and, and the I mean the athletic commission must take some accountability yeah for not doing the proper tests. Or I I don't I, like I don't even know if that's how it works. Well, like Dominic Reyes, he just said his uh, he's taking a break right now because he literally says he has to let his brain heal. But he was talking about like ment- mental uh, mental exhaustion. Um, what's it called? Uh, fatigue. And uh, and it's all part of that, bro. Yeah. The grind, the group, the everything. Especially yeah. when you're at that high of a level. Imagine that pressure, bro, on yeah. your on your whole body and brain and. Well, that's what he meant. He was like, "I just need, I just need my brain to heal," and then uh, by all that, like exactly what you just said. So, respect to that dude for at least, you know, he's still young, but uh, at least he could consciously make that choice. Cause like, what's his name? Chuck Liddell just got uh, sent to uh, sent to prison, or not, or he got locked up. Domestic domestic violence. Yeah, but it was. Peace I mean, out, act. That that story we could talk about too, but uh. Um, but already, already people were saying, oh, because he's brain, you know, he's has like, you know, trauma to his brain. And is it like Chris Benoit or all the shit that, you know, what John Jones is doing to his family? And, um, but I don't know. I'm actually kind of curious to see what I, I kind of do believe what the statement Chuck Liddell put out where I guess it was a, it was a domestic disturbance call that the police had to go show up. And under California law, somebody has to get arrested. And Chuck Liddell, it was it was his wife that was being abusive, and it was his Chuck wife. Chuck Oh, his wife was fucking. Yeah, he said the wife was acting out of character with like all the shit. Yeah, people would just pass yeah. judgment. Like, and he said he said instead of them taking his wife, he's like, I'll just take the hit on this, and he got a you know they he volunteered to get arrested so his wife wouldn't. So I was like, is that true? I don't know. But that was a statement that was pushed. That pushed. But the, the, the I think that might be true because yeah. when I was a kid, allegedly, and my dad didn't tell me this till way later. I guess like me and my me and my brother were in school and my parents were arguing or whatever. And my, my mom ends up fucking beating my dad up, like scratching his face up and all this. So my dad calls the cops. Like he, my dad tells him, hey, I hit my wife. Take me to jail. You know what I'm saying? Type of shit. Yeah. And while my dad did that, my mom dived to my sister's house. 
and the <laughs> your dad called the cops you got yeah, to go to, to jail because i don't want to hit your mom bro so oh, i was like yeah. i'd rather just fucking go to jail because i guess she fucking yeah was whooping this fool's ass and this fool fucking didn't want to do nothing yeah. about it he's i'd rather just spend the night <laughs> in jail you know yeah, we went to jail to protect himself from not even so when the cop gets <laughs> yeah. there he's like wait a minute this, your story's not adding up like you're all fucking scratched up and bruised up and shit he's like where's your wife we need to fucking take her to jail and my dad's like, my dad never told him where she was and shit. These are allegations yeah. from my dad. I never got my mom's side of the story. But yeah. I was like, dad, y'all niggas, it was crazy. I can't see your mom doing that. That's crazy. She's so I know. quiet. I know, bro. That's like, what I calm mean. calm and reserved. <laughs> but they were young. You know, me and Eric were in fucking like elementary school when that happened. Yeah. So they're probably what, in their 30s, 40s, maybe. Late 30s, maybe was early 40s. 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Because, you know, the older you get, the calmer you should get, at least. Yeah. According, but, uh, according to. But apparently, yeah, so that's like Chuck Liddell. But that, law. that was the whole thing before he put out that statement. That already the stories were coming out that, you know, oh, CTE, you know, brain death, you know, all this shit. And, you know, obviously he's the next fighter. So it's. But the difference with that and John Jones, oh, for John one, he has a yeah. track record. And number two, like the police report is there. Yeah. And then you've seen how he talks to cops. Like, there was one where he's racing, but he's, like, being an asshole to the cop yeah. as well. Like, bro, just chill. Like, were you driving fast in your fucking Lamborghini? Just be yeah. like, yeah. Instead of being a prick. Instead of being a prick. Like, I was in racing and just fucking talking mad well, shit. Technically. Well, like, so the homegirl's town of the house, when she used to live back in New, in New Mexico, allegedly the, um, she was, her spot was the spot that a lot of the uh, John Wink. Uh, camp will get their weed from so he would go over there and chill john jones would and then uh she oh, said yeah 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 and she said how he was like um you could tell he wasn't smart like he was he was completely empty like that is crazy i yeah. heard yeah i talked to her yeah. too the whole girl yeah she was here yeah and then uh back in the kirk yeah and uh she said how he you was know, in the. He was in the. He was a nice. He was a nice guy. You but know, but he was in the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yeah, and he and she's like, because he's just bred to be like an athlete, like whatever it is. And he was in and, the sporkiest spork in the sport. <laughs> 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 and then uh, that 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 light sure was pretty dim on that guy. <laughs> um, no, but but you, if you really look at his track record or, or his earlier um, interviews. And how, like, he, you know, when he's the, still the nice guy, you know, he's very much like... Mr. You know, Jesus blah, Christ. Blah, yeah, and, and just, like, how you're pr to be presented, right? I remember at first I thought yeah. this fool was, like, super Christian. Yeah. And he realized, like, afterwards, and when he's like, hey, pussy, put, like, remember with That's, uh, DC? That, that was, like, the number one. Yeah. DC made him come out of that fucking good guy yeah. show. and fucking, he really paid... I mean, that was it. That was, that was crazy. And then at that moment, like, you just look at how he... Um, interacts like you're talking about with the police and just like fans and questioning and how he it, dude, not, dude, dude's not there narcissistic yeah. or some shit bro because he don't even get it well, he, he's always, like he doesn't get it though he's like for 32 33 how old is he 34 maybe yeah probably around that age maybe an older huh by now i i think he might be my age i'm 36 i think so because a lot of the fighters are like that age or like on I'm, their way out, it's either like thirty six or like they're thirty three, so I think he's like he's in between that at least. Yeah, but he's got to be older than thirty three. Yeah, we should. Oh, let's see. Damn, I forgot my point about that that I was gonna make. 
Blah. Oh, but Win- Winkle John did drop oh, him. Oh, this is John Jones. Oh, he did? Winkle John? Yeah, he's not allowed in that gym anymore. John Jones is 34 years old. 34. Oh, he's still fairly young, yeah. though. Oh, but, but see, uh, like, that motherfucker will not drop him. They know why. He just dropped another fighter who's had two domestic violence calls in the last couple months. But what he, oh yeah. But what's the difference with with John Jones? We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Let's see what happens in court. With this fool, he cut him right away without the court. Is he? Because he's not a cash cow. Some he's like he's not worth the headache. Yeah. This motherfucker don't even bring fans. Well, with the other thing too is not only here's what's here's what the crazy part about the fight game is it's not only is it is he my cash cow. But I'm not gonna let him go out there and make money for like uh, Scott Croker or Cock whatever Croker, Bellator, or have him go to like One FC, you know, in in, uh, in Japan. He's like and make them a lot of money. He's like hell nah. He's like no. Nah, if anybody's if if I'm not gonna make money, nobody is. Like that's what's fucking crazy. Because even when you look at um, championship and their contracts, uh, uh, I'm sorry, um, champions and their contracts after every. Um, they are once they win a title fight. Now they could be they could be new champion or ongoing champion. They, they extend their record, their yeah, fight contract right for three for fights. Two, yeah, like I think it's two, two or three. But it might either way. But that's I mean, a, even after they defend it, then yeah. So if so, if they defend, then it gets renewed for another two fights. Then they win again, then it's another two it fights. It keeps getting renewed. So basically, you you can never um you can never go out as champion. So you can't go to like Bellator as champion. You can't go to any of these other fight organizations as champions. You have to lose the belt or retire after that. And oh yeah, because if you retire, you still have fights like, on your like contract. Like Khabib, Khabib's a pr- perfect example. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna retire as champion." Yeah, and he can never go to another yeah. organization, and he's fine with that. Like he doesn't want to fight. Even if he had, if he wanted to box, he has to get permission for them to let let him do that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and like uh, because I think it's all combat sports. <clears throat> like he can't that, go to like bare knuckle fighting. He can't no. go to boxing. He can't go to another MMA promotion. He I could. Think, he I, could do like a. He could do basketball, soccer. What's it a called? A completely different sport. Like the grappling tournaments, right? He could do stuff like that. I think so, but not fighting. Fighting. I think so, but I don't even know about those anymore. Yeah. Because if it's probably because those are like amateur or what are they called? Um, I, yeah, um, they don't get pro- paid. Yeah, they're yeah. not professional. Pro, what the fuck's it called? Pro, I forgot. But yeah, and then like, um, but that's why you see a lot of fighters that when they lose a fight, they're like, they look like Rose uh, Nama, Nama Nama Junis. Yeah, like when Doug she Rose. lost, and she was like, it was like a weight was lifted off her chest. Uh, um, what's his name? Anderson Silva. People like that when they actually when they're on these dominant um, title runs, and when they finally lose it, they're like, fuck it, like I don't even want me champion anymore. Dude, how many times did Anderson Silva? <laughs> Defend the title. Ten? Yeah, I want to say like nine. I want to say nine, but it could be. That's Google. But he was also doing uh, other weight classes. Yeah. Well, I should say one one higher. Some he, catch weight, right? Yeah. Well, he fought Forrest Griffin at 205. Was James James Irving at 205? or? No, I think that was middleweight. I think that was 180. Um... Nine, nine UFC title defenses. Yeah. 14 consecutive wins. That's nuts, bro. I remember that era. 
Like, could, I remember watching like how it couldn't be touched. Like thinking that. He was whooping everyone's ass. Yeah. Like the uh, when Chael Sonnen almost got him and he got him on that triangle. I remember being more upset like, oh fuck it. Like I remember like with with uh um because that's his weakness is you know, submissions, chels and yeah, I remember watching at the bar and I was like, fuck. I was watching it on my pad. <clears throat> we'll take a quick piss, I'll be right back. All right. I'll just sit here talking to myself. Yeah, dude, just talk to him about squid game. Oh, squid game? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so uh I took a, uh, I was out for about a week and a half and I, I'm not much of a, of a binge watcher of movies on Netflix or anything like that. So, uh, I don't know what to watch. You know, there, there's a couple things like I'll, I'll catch like some, uh, docu-series and whatnot, but I started seeing a bunch of memes for a uh, squid game and, uh, yeah, so I binge watched that the first day I was out with, uh, with the COVID and uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna see what this is about. And I thought it was a movie, but it turned out it was um, it was a series. So I was like, oh fuck it, it's you know it's like seven episodes. I can't remember how long. They're about an hour each. And uh, yeah, man, that shit starts off fucking crazy. So uh, it's basically basically these dudes who are this dude who's like down on his luck from gambling, and like his mom's sick and. Um, He's just like he's like this this fucking bum, like this loser who who doesn't want to get his life together. And it's set in Korea, so uh there's subtitles and shit, but I'm lazy, I didn't want to read, so I put on a uh I put on the dub the American dub uh um option on Netflix. So uh Welcome Squid back. Games? Yeah, Squid Games. So I'm talking about how like the the subplot, right, or the how it's about this dude who's like this fucking piece of shit loser and. Hey, listen, uh, uh, so you you watch this during your quarantine, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's my first day. Uh, so on Fran- Fran- Franco's back. You guys already know that. You know we've been talking. You guys know Franco Roach Good yeah. podcast, motherfuckers. So <laughs> first of all, welcome back, Franco. Thank I know you, we thank went you. on the. Damn, we talked about boxing for a minute. Yeah, huh? that, yeah. <laughs> we've been on a boxing thing though lately at the here at the Roadster podcast. Shout yeah. out, shout out, boxing club podcast. I think because of them, you know, they're getting us uh, just more aware of the good fights that are out there. Yeah, we ain't no, we're not competing dude, on yeah. the boxing news. <laughs> shout we're out, just still, we're still in your news. Big <laughs> yeah, we go listen to it and give you the breakdown on the Lou show. Almighty. Shout out to Lou Almighty. He's actually been in the ring. You know what I mean? So that's dope too. You get that perspective from a actual motherfucker in the in the battlefield that knows what's up. Yeah, shout out to them. All right, so yeah, Franco. First of all, welcome back. Like I said, thank you, know. you thank you. Brody, uh, his his son's having uh, he has a cold, I guess. So yeah, shout out Brody though, holding it down. Yep, got them priorities set in. Stay up, carnal. Yep, shout out to him and Noah, and Angel. Angel, oh yeah. Get the family uh, nice and healthy. My kids were here earlier. <clears throat> yeah. My daughter crushed her hand on the door. Eesh. She didn't crush. It wasn't that bad. There is no bruising. A broken finger. Nah. <laughs> broken femur. <laughs> no blood. Damn, dude. So how how did uh, how did COVID affect you, dude? Um, dude, it it took me out. At first, it was uh the first couple days. So I'll just go by like I think I'm on day. What's today? The fourteenth. The thirteenth. 
So you're like on day 15, right? Uh, day 13. So on day the 13. on the first is when I test it, and the next day I got the positive. So on the second I tested positive. Yeah, tomorrow will be two weeks on yeah. since you actually did the the test. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, it was fucking crazy. So it's real cool, man. I was like, oh, this ain't too bad, you know. I was tired, and honestly, the first so like through the I'd say probably like the third the third fourth ish which was which would have been like tuesday or monday um i was cool i was just more like damn because i'm i'm always doing something so my body was real like i was like i'm just tired like i need to rest like and and i uh, you know no uh i didn't have any breathing problems wasn't running a fever nothing like that and uh i was just bored like honestly like just being around the house and uh tuesday you know i started having headaches and a uh, little little bit of like abdomen pain like no i didn't have any uh i don't get that on like uh medicals med- like doctors and shit they kept asking me if i was a uh, uh had like diarrhea and you know vomiting didn't have anything like that um wasn't mucus i, I was coughing a little bit like you know some muc- like anyways um it was nothing crazy and but then the headaches, and then I was having hot and cold flashes, but I wasn't running a fever. Um, oh, let me back up, too, because um, my mom got sick. My mom was the first one. And uh, then she, then because through her, um, that's so, when my, my, my sister and... Um, so her mom tested before you did? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then here's what's crazy, so I'll, I'll loop back around to this, but how it affected like the family dynamic. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of loop back there. But anyways, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. And then like Tuesday, Wednesday, dude, my, my head, it, like the headache wasn't too bad, but it was more like, it, uh, it was constant. And my body was like, basically my body was just like in a real low grade pain, uh, with aches and pains and stuff, but it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't anything to go to the emergency room or eat or urgent care. Or just you know how to let it pass. But because I was so constant with it, and then that, it really made me start to think about um, like people of arthritis and like how they're like hunched over and you know they're in constant pain, but a lot of them still like smile or whatever. And it's like, damn, dude, like how like those people are really fucking strong, dude. Like that their like their body is in that constant pain, you know. And uh, even if it's even if it's low dose or whatever, so it made me really think about them, right? But anyways, um, because <clears throat> when I get sick, dude, I turn into a fucking bitch, dude, like a baby. Like, oh yeah, me too. Yeah, all so, day, every day. I was like, oh, you know, can't. I was just like rolled up in bed and like, oh, feel good. Yeah, throw a squid game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, and, like I couldn't even look at my phone, like emails. Or oh, I feel you. Like, yeah, it was just, I was like, fuck, man, like brain fog, and um. So anyways, uh, Tuesday, Thursday rolls around. Or I'm sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday. And Thursday, I started feeling better. Because it, it was weird. It was after I had, a, after I had like a good night's sleep, I'd wake up <clears throat> and I, I, I felt all right. But it was as the day wore on. So like by like noon to three, like I, that's when I would start, you know, till whenever. Um, till I like pretty much passed out to go to sleep. But anyways, um... My mom, so I was, the reason I brought up my mom, because my mom's diabetic and has a bunch of health problems, and my sister has lupus, and so I was real concerned about them getting sick. Like, fuck me, because I'll get over it, but they, if something happens to them, you know, like, 
And that's what I was really scared about. But <clears throat> they're both vaccinated. Um, and I'm not. I'm not. And I've, I've talked about this before. It's not that I'm anti-vax. And I, w- I honestly, I wish I would have got it. But it was just, um, I'm just one of those people just didn't take things seriously. Like, honestly, like, I didn't take it seriously where it's like, oh, I need to go now. The urgency. I'll get it when I get it type of thing. And I end up getting sick. What, do you think it's serious now? I've always... <sighs> I've always thought it was serious. I just never took it serious, if that makes sense. I mean, but like, like the va- the vaccine, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In your yeah. opinion. I'm going to get it. So that they say I have to wait three months. So I, I, I will be vaccinated. Oh, because you're going to be antibodied up. Yeah. And they said, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, but they said I can't get it for, so basic January. So be, I'll, I'm, I'm going to make sure I get it. Because um, I never even got the flu shot. Because it was one of those things where, like, I'd, I'd still get sick with the flu, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm not. And plus, I'm scared of needles. I'm not afraid to admit it. But I never got the flu shot yeah, either. Really? See? Never, dude. So. I don't even know why. Like, there's yeah, no real why. reason. Yeah. Like, it just, I just don't. Like, I don't, because I don't take it seriously, right? But being older and just the way I was. Yeah, yeah, it's just the flu. I guess so. How yeah. The older you get, you're like, shit, I don't want the flu to take <laughs> right? me out. Yeah. Like fucking like thirty thousand motherfuckers my age died last year in my state from the flu. I better get this motherfucking flu shot. I'm not gonna be one of them. Like because with the flu, it's 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 been known, right? Like you might still catch the flu, but it's gonna be way milder than Mm -hmm. than without the shot. Yeah. Cause like, dude, it honestly, man, and I just had a lot, and it forced me to kind of like slow the fuck like for ten days. Minimum, you know, like I said, we're on day third. This is my first time leaving the house. I left two times. Well, I'll, I'll go back, but like, you're, you know, you're forced to just basically stop. Like, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. Like, even if I wanted to, like, my body was like, no. But even when it was like, hey, I shouldn't go out because I don't want to get anybody else sick. Um, and Thursday, I felt good. Like, I felt all right, but I started taking ibuprofen because I couldn't even, I didn't even want to eat. I had no appetite. So my mom, one of the things that was, um, I think that really helped her out, well, she was vaccinated, but when she tested positive, she got um, the antibody IV, it's like an IV or whatever it is. Like um, like antibodies for COVID um, antibodies? Yeah, to help you, like basically fight it it gives you like a, a not a booster but it's uh that's dope they have yeah. that now would you yeah. go to like a doctor to get that uh she so my aunt who my aunt brings to, it from tj my, <laughs> she, <laughs> she gave her the number for urgent care in i forgot wherever it was and um they, you have to be approved so you have to like you know they have covid yeah well you have to have covid and not be allergic to antibodies um, but it's uh you can't be uh what's her. it called a risk factor or like, my mom's old. She's elderly, you know, her health problems. My thing was my weight. So when when I was, you know, the weight, and they're like, cool, like, you, you're you you're um you're approved or whatever it is. And because uh, there's a bunch of shit, like, you could say, like, whatever it is that makes yeah, you Yeah, at least you lost some weight, right? Dude, I lost a lot of weight. Like, fucking, like, yeah, dude, it was crazy. Um, I could tell as soon as I saw you, I was like, damn, this fool lost weight. Cause that shit, because I was so when I, because I went in for that. Well, so my mom, she went, and I don't have insurance either. Um, so my mom, she went, insurance covered her, blah blah blah, and she's like, "Hey, that you could call this, you could call, and they could prove you, and it's like 150 bucks." And I was like, "No, nah, I'm alright. Like, I'll get over it." But by that, 
Thursday that when it came around. Oh, she got antibody yeah, up earlier. I, that's why I was like, you know what? I was like, fucking, let me go. Like I was like, I'll go ahead and go. Just even though I'm feeling better, I'm gonna go and sh- I just don't want to risk it again. So by the time, so we called early. So Wednesday, it was like Wednesday night. Thursday, we made the call, and they booked me for the next day, so Friday. So I had to wait like two. So like a week. So you already had tested positive a week and yeah, a day. It had been yeah eight days. Eight days into your COVID, and uh, they they uh, so I go in there, and I'm just fucking. I feel like all right. Like I honestly feel the bet the best I felt like since I since the symptoms really kicked in. I just felt tired, and when I went in there, dude, they were like when they started pricking my hand, like to put the the IV in me. It hurt, dude. I was just like like I said, I'm scared of needles, but I, it, it hurt. But I was like, fuck it, give me. You know, I was going, but. It, they weren't they said blood wasn't coming oh, I'm, I'm trying to, oh they couldn't find your veins they found like see you can see the dots right on Dang, my you veins got, you got fat veins yeah. <laughs> but they no blood was coming out and before they're like well because my blood pressure was high but what oh. so what turned out was what turned out was um i was like really dehydrated and then my i have anxiety so my anxiety was also kicking up at that point um all this shit was happening but i remember like i was trying to call my so by the time my heart rate came down um, they're like, all right, cool, and they try to go. And when she started like <laughs> going, like doing, I remember being like, I start dry heaving. I remember, like, Ugh. cause, cause it, like my, it was all this shit was going on. I was like, oh fuck, I felt like I was gonna pass out. Dude, my heart, I felt my heart beating, and she was like, fuck, she's like, no blood's coming out. She had to call another lady, and she got me again. And I remember being like, that's oh. the worst, bro. That shit yeah. hurts. So by the time she, by the time you know, what it takes about an hour. Holistic, um, a holistic doctor or a real doctor? No, it's a real. I'm in the hospital. Not. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a real. This uh, <laughs> was getting over. Yeah, they're antibodies, bro. Don't worry. It's yeah. all fucking <laughs> sage juice, right? It's fucking, I hear a blender. Where's my skateboarding? <laughs> Where's my slushy? <laughs> nah, Where's <but> my slushy? <laughs> nah, and then uh, the doctor even said, um, "Well, we're gonna put a liter of fluid in you because you're because you're dehydrated." And I was drinking water too. Um, anyways. also like uh. Like just an IV. Yeah. Well, so they gave me the antibodies. A suero, un pinche suero. Yeah, right. <laughs> what flavor you want? Give me that coconut. <laughs> no, so they come and ask. Oh, when I fart, I could taste it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my taste is coming back. <laughs> um, oh, so I lost my taste and smell too. So, um, by by this whole time, I by really, then, can you can you still smell? No, no. So th- so when I got really sick, when I um. The headaches, the headaches and shit. That was. Did so you get a I lost, fever? I think I started to on that last day, so that Thursday to Friday, I because I remember I started hallucinating and I felt hot. But, but did you have a fever when you went to the medical? No. no. Okay. So like, and my mom's a retired nurse, so like I. Oh, she knows yeah. this, uh, So I'd ask. I'd be like, "Am I running a fever, mom?" She's like, "You know, no." She's like, "Y'all bend over." <laughs> still use the fucking old school big ass thermometer, Mer- the mercury one, <laughs> <laughs> like the one on fucking ET when he's trying to fake his sickness. My cheeks aren't as tight as they used to be. No, they're not. <laughs> um, Damn, hold your asshole grew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I need a bigger one now. <laughs> So, uh, one of those thick pencils, <laughs> those fake, <laughs> the big red ones, yeah, the big ass yeah. fucking pencils from the fair, state fair, <laughs> any fair, I don't know. No, it's, um, no, but they, any, and they put like the, any who? the, the fluid in me. And when a doctor came in, she's like, Do you have to go pee after it was like done? 
And then she's like, Do you are, yeah, open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you offering? <laughs> yeah. Dang, they offer golden showers at Dang, this hospital? Yeah, it's a golden shower spot. Hey, hey. Uh, no, she was like, see, she's like, dang, she's like, you don't have to pee. And she's like, you you really are. She's like, I didn't. You're even dehydrated. F- yeah, she's like, I didn't, f- I didn't even p- like really fill you up or whatever it is. Like, you could still take on more um, liquid. Um, but I was like, I, I, at that she point, she masturbated I felt on your face. Yeah, she came in there, just <laughs> started rubbing her Flick the bean. Yep. Open up wide, big boy. Um, it's not pee, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, squat. No, so we take off and, you know, we leave and, um, at this point, I finally, I, I'm like hungry because I had, I literally hadn't really eaten all week. And like, ver- I'm talking minimal, like half a granola bar, you know, maybe three peas. Like, yeah, just a couple little peanuts and nah, but, um, did you masturbate at all during this? Dude, I couldn't do shit, man. So, like, no, like, I was fucking, uh, I barely used the restroom because, like, I didn't have to, like, I didn't have to use the restroom. No bowels, no fucking fuck, pissing. No. I was pissing a little bit because I kept drinking um, Gatorade. Uh, water sucks. It water really, really and sucks. Vitamin C, yeah. And vodka. <laughs> yeah, just vodka. Shove it, um, soak a tampon, shove it up my butt. Remember, my dumbass got drunk <laughs> when I had COVID. Did During you? one of the episodes, yeah, I started talking shit on homie toe and everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like threatening everybody to fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was during the Zoom? That was like, yeah, but I was like in the deep into my COVID. Yep. <laughs> I remember somebody texted me. They're like, damn, Tolo went off. I was like, which one? Are you, are you talking about the. And I, I was kind of like trying to play it cool. I was like, you talking about the latest episode? They're like, yeah, right at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, no, and then uh, we went, you know, I got some lunch and. Um, I was, it was Burger King, and then uh, I just got like a burger, like just what the whatever meal, but I could smell it. Like once we got it, I was like, oh hell, oh, like, hell yeah, yeah, I could start to smell. It. I was like, fucking, isn't that a great a moment though? Yeah, I was like, cool, cause I'm getting better. You but know? you're like, if I could smell, that means I could probably taste. Yep, and I was able to like you know taste like some of the French fry and the I mean it's a fucking Burger King you know whatever a but, salty. F- Salty, greasy French fry. Fucking salty ass. Yeah. That's the best though. No, but it was my uh, food. Gotta be salty. I like that salt. Salt, yeah. I like salt in my food. Um, not salty, but just salted. <laughs> <laughs> but now and then, uh, so what ended up happening? So that was so that was the first time I left the house, right? And then uh, I just I had to take care of some oh, stuff. Oh, to get Burger King. Oh yeah, uh, well, when I went to the urgent to get uh, the IV stuff, IV. Um, and you're already yeah. positive. They didn't give a fuck. Or they make you wear like a hazmat suit. Oh, inside the, well, it's a urgent care. But they already so, know you're positive, right? Yeah. You're, so so I go masked up and everything, and and are they all fucking? Do they have like spacesuits? No, they were like, they, don't touch him. <laughs> he has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> they had a, <laughs> yeah. They, oh, that's what you told. They gave me like ET. Yeah. I'm all on the stretcher, all pale, <laughs> all white. Your fingertip turns red. <laughs> you know they did put that fucking. Thing on me that the you know, oxygen the e, tester, the ET thing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. No, but uh, um, no, they were, you know, they wore the mask. I got, and I was real careful not to really touch anything. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? When so I got when I was getting better. Oh, so I I came and I in your and pants, then, and then that, <laughs> that was the first day. Or your beanie. The the second day was on uh, your mask, even better. To keep it so I can smell it. Um, Second day you came where? So back, back on, on on Saturday for so, more IV. 
No, no, I, I, I was like, all right, I felt good, and I was, I could drive my, I could drive the car, and um. Oh, but this is already what day ten. This we're is talking, uh, right? Saturday is day ten. Yeah, I think it's like nine because I think Sunday, Sunday Thursday, was day, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Sunday? So Sunday will be day ten. So you're, day, you're at day <laughs> yeah. nine. And I felt good, so I, I just had to take care of something at the studio real quick. So I, I came here, brought wipes, you know, everything I Girls, touched. Girls, you came on here, dude? <laughs> Everywhere. All right, you're coughing my face. And <laughs> come on my mic, bro. Come on. Going to stand up and get pregnant? I'm already uh, fucking, I got antibodies and a vaccine, bro. I'm fucking like. Dang, you're, you're protected. I'm superhuman, dude. <laughs> it's like I got five condoms on. I can't they, feel they shit. They cancel each other out? Yeah, dude. I ain't got no soul anymore. It kills your soul. <laughs> You know what I mean? When you if you wear five condoms, it kills the Philly. Yeah, five shots kills the soul. Just like rock and roll. You get the jab, the jab, jab, lose your Is job. That what they call it? The jab, right? Yeah, like so they the call it the jab. Anti anti vaxxers. Yeah, but my so speaking of which, so I have so the so this where I was talking about where like you look at things differently. So my um on my mom's side of the family. Anti-vaxxers. My, I don't know if they're anti, they're, they're like kind of like pro-Trumpers and you know what I mean? They're. Save America. Yeah. yeah they It's not know. make America great again anymore. It's America, make America great again. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? It's fucking dumb. Well, whatever. I don't going to get into that. Um, So. I talked to my uncle. Right, my he calls me up and just you know whatever he's like, hey, how you doing, me home, blah blah blah. Hey, make like, sure and don't get vaxxed. And he, <laughs> no, no, he was like worried. He was like, hey, make sure you're cool. And he doesn't promote that, so that's what I'm saying. I don't necessarily know if they're anti-vax or if they just they're not getting whatever. But they're not getting it. Yeah. So my but we well it's anti-vax we, we, right we, we, <laughs> you're not getting it that's kind of anti. No, like I, like I didn't get it, but I wasn't anti-vax. I just didn't get it. Oh, that's true. I we're, get it. We're, but they were just more, from being lazy. Yeah. Cause I, get, I think so. Yeah, I still haven't got my second. <laughs> just from being lazy. Yeah. See, and that's you're not. Anti, you just haven't gotten it. Where I think they made the conscious decision to not get it because where again, I don't think they're anti-vax, but they listen to bullshit. Joe Rogan. Uh, fucking uh, uh, Fox News and whatever. So yeah, like I said, Joe Rogan. Is he fuck? Is he that far off? The Joe Rogan now from the clips I've seen, really? Because yeah. because I just made a comment to my so there's a meme going around or uh, yeah that's a meme, but it's a uh, what is it? Oh it, hey, if you're having a bad day, um, just think that somebody's watching a twenty thirty minute video on how to be an alpha male, <laughs> and like that's just it. And I started laughing. I was like, dang, uh, Joe Rogan fanboys or uh, rest in peace, Joe Rogan fanboys or That's listeners funny. or something. And we started laughing about it because it's like, I get, yeah, I think Joe Rogan, he's gone into like this kind of far off, fucking, but I haven't listened to him in a while. So for him to be like anti or whatever it is now, like conservative or whatever he is. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, he's more like leaning towards that direction than he used to be. Money, because he has money now. Because before he was more like uh, in the middle type of guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he never took a side. Like straight up, when I started listening to him in 2013, mm-hmm. he didn't give a fuck about none of that. Or at least on the podcast, he didn't. Yeah, he'd always just like he was like in the middle. You know what I mean? But lately, from the clips I've been listening to and shit, he's like he's leaning way more right. 
It's like he because he says shit like, like the Democrats did it. He would never say that before. He would, he was more like in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He would never mention a party or none of that. He's like, well, this guy did this. Honestly, he would say, I don't give a fuck. I'm a stupid fucking stoner. You know what I mean? Yeah. And shit like that. But now his influence is probably way bigger than ever. And I don't know where Spotify's money's coming from. Yeah. Because that's like where. See, and, that, and that, that's what's crazy about this whole this whole thing, right? Because. um, And this is why, again, I'm looking at things differently. Because. So my. There's uh, my mom's sister, her family. They were basically like really fucking ignorant and stupid about the whole thing because their family got sick. And then what ended up happening was um, people went to their house and they weren't telling people or they were going around and they were kind of like, they knew they knew they had COVID, but they weren't telling anybody. Yeah, so basically, what oh, at least, even if you're anti anything, at least have the decent courtesy to tell them. Exactly. So what ended up happening was, <clears throat> we're, so we're not exact. Uh, well, let, once I tell you this, like, I'll back up because it's kind of a weird situation. So my one of my uncles, uh, who you know, um, I'm just gonna because I'm not trying to put them all on blast, but just of the situation of what's going on. So he goes to the house and one of the and, and in this house, my aunt's house, uh all of her kids live there with all their kids. And all the all her kids are adults. So she has a son that has a couple kids. She has a daughter who has like a a teenage like there's and there's teenagers, but she has um three kids. Then the youngest daughter who her dude and their three kids. So it's a, it's like fam three fucking families living in, in one, one house. house. Yeah. So it's like it's just it be basically like if you, Prody, and Dora all lived in like your in the like, same house. Yeah. So my uncle goes over and one of the kids comes out and says, So and so, um, my cousin's dude tested positive for COVID. So my uncle turns to my cousin, the the oldest one and he's like what the fuck why didn't you tell me he's like oh it was just one of those walgreen ones or kind of blew it off and he's like that doesn't fucking matter you should have stopped me at the door and just been like hey just to let you know so blah 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 and i'm getting this from my uncle telling me but um and then what ended up happening was my mom goes over to that house and same thing she didn't tell it till afterwards that dude that dude got covid oh fuck so that's when my mom got tested then my mom you know and then um the i think it was like the week before that we had a family dinner and we had a actually two cousins in from out of town um from florida one of them the girl she's she's pro-trump she's a pro-trumper florida you know whatever blah 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 um she was in town for a family funeral for my aunt's funeral that I talked about. <laughs> um, but my aunt, so that, that it was then. But my other cousin, who's like my my mom's family's cousin, like he's, anyways, he was in town in, in Flagstaff because um, he had something to do with his dad. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to drive up and pick you up. Or Prescott, I'm going to drive up and pick you up. 
And then that way, before you catch your flight, you don't have to pay for a shuttle. I was like, I'll just go out there and pick you up and we'll just, you know, we'll just chill. And he was like, cool. And he was basically saying, yeah, we get some dinner because you had a late flight, blah, blah, blah. And I was going to invite a couple of my uncles and my aunt. That's it. Because, he, you know, COVID, he, he was real cautious, too. Well, my aunt tells a couple of the kids, these are all the ones that live in that fucking house. And somebody was exposed to COVID that week. And then we, I remember everybody was like, no, we don't want them to come. Like, tell them just to sit this one out. And um, they walk in, like oh, a, a, a couple of them walk in, right? A couple of my cousins and shit. And I remember being like, yo, I was like, are you guys uh, invited? Uh, well, I was just like, <laughs> hey, are you guys negative? And they're like, shut up. They're like, yeah, we t- I'll test a negative, blah, blah, blah. We're like, all right, cool. They're like, we got our test this morning, blah, this and that. Cool, 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 whatever the, whatever the night goes. And all right, cool, we all leave. That fucking next day or the next, whatever it was, they tested positive for COVID. And we're like, what the fuck? Holy um, shit. And then uh, that was like my uncles and mom and had been to that house. That was when they were all, all you know, so-and-so, whatever, this and that. Um, My other cousin, the girl, the pro-Trumper, who was, who was from Florida, turns out her family, right, The my other cousins, another family, same kind of scenario where a bunch of them live in one house and she was just staying there you know she went to go visit the same thing like a, um my cousin her sister's husband okay he tested positive and like one of the kids did and all this other shit so she knew going around to all these fucking places so we're i'm so i was like all right cool that's essentially where it came from potentially and, you know, but it was that, that one family, the other, the one who I was originally talking about, where they all live in the same house and all the kids. They spread it to were, everybody else? Yeah, were the ones who, they, if they would have just been honest, whatever it was. So, or just like, hey, just to let you know, we're going to. Well, be honest. Yeah. Because if so, you tell anybody that, it'd be like, I would be like, all right, cool. Like, I'll hear you up in two weeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Top, just, anybody, just let you bro, know. Anybody. So my. Um, you can stay here, but look. This motherfucker just tested positive yeah. for COVID. So go wash your hands and... Uh, you know what? I'm going to fucking <laughs> sit this motherfucker yeah. out. Straight up. Whether so, I believe it's a hoax or not, like, I ain't going to take the chance. But even that, it's like, let me let you make that decision. Like, hey, I'm going to... That's what I mean, but, but I think even the motherfucking hoaxers yeah. wouldn't even take that chance. The people that say it's a hoax and all this, they would not take that chance at all either. So, so here's the part that's so my un- again my uncle's kind of telling me, um, checking up on me and whatever. So him and his brother, my other uncle, and I, I guess they when they were over there or whatever it was when everything happened, they they were going off either on my cousin or somebody at that house. I mean, like you know you guys and they're basically like idiots. you guys are fucking irresponsible. You guys don't take you guys are spraying this little family. And I guess they brought up my mom. And my mom, who's the oldest member of the family, she's the oldest sibling. And she's up there in age, too. Um, they're like, you know, and they basically said, like, you know, you're, you know, you're getting um, uh, Tony, you know, you might get Tony. And they're, again, worried, like, that this could literally take my my aunt, my other aunt, my sister, the the mom of that family. Like, something could have happened to her. Something could have, you know what I mean? And, um, and I, I don't know who it was. But he said they were saying me. I got my mom sick, 
And they're like, no, it's Franco because he's always out there doing shit. He's not cut. And they so they started like fucking speaking ill on my name. And I guess both my uncles were like, you guys are fucking stupid. They're like, they're like, it was you, you know. And they, you fucking idiots had yeah. the fucking COVID. And I was like. It's proven fact. And I was like, what the, f-? when my uncle told me, I was like, what the fuck? Like how, because we, again. That's, that's fucking whack. We, we were taking it, ser- I was taking it serious. So my mom, right. But I wasn't taking it serious myself. That's when I was talking about like seriousness. And like, I was always, um, make sure like I was washing my hands, you know, uh. Oh, and so here's the thing is, like, whenever, like, Roach Clip, man, like, we're bosses. Like, whenever we're somewhere where there's a lot of people, it's like we're throwing those events or we know the people. So, like, we're not mingling with everybody. We're behind the set. We're in, like, I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but, like, we're in VIP. Like, we're fucking, we're, we have our own space. We're breathing our own air. Like, yeah, we ain't fucking with yeah. nobody else. And that's just that, that's a fact. And whenever we go places, I mean, like, we had a motherfucker offer us blunts and we told him no. Yeah. And we're always in our own. We're in our own element. Like we're we're not crammed in there. So, um, I was really pissed. Like, how dare you, motherfucker! Like, pass judgment on me. One, and I was like, and I, I remember telling my uncle. I was on the phone. I was like, they do realize my mom got sick first, and then, like, and she's he was like mijo. He's like, and he was kind of like you know just whatever. And we're like, dude. So, the whole family, like, is looking down on like they're like, dude, you guys. You're like you're the ghetto cousins with like that give lice to all the, the cousins. Piojos. Yeah, and that's because they were that family. Yeah, because they ain't like, gonna tell you they got piojos even though they got them. They're all sharing pillows and on the yeah, fucking exactly. Couch. But like they knew they had the piojos. Yep, that and that's that's that, what right? makes it fucked up. And they they'll wait like a week before they get the it's shampoo. Like a, and it's shit. like a bitch with AIDS. <laughs> so boning you with no condom. You <laughs> without even telling you, like bitch. Now you with no condom, like bitch. You better tell me you got that shit. <laughs> So, so like, I was, I was fucking, I was upset, dude. I was, and I went and I was like, I told my mom, I was like, dude, I told my mom on them. My mom was like, hey, you know what they're fucking saying? And I, and I wasn't saying to like snitch on them in a way, but I was like, I don't want them fucking over here. I don't want them over in this fucking house. Like, and, and anyways, so talking to my sister and stuff, my sister put in a really, really, a really, like smart way that just made a lot of sense because so they're the youngest member of the family um the one whose dude had it and stuff like like they do what they're supposed to do like they mask up and but they're not the smartest people like they're not saying that they did this but like they'll use gloves and then use the gloves to eat with you know like (laughs) not throw but uh not again not saying they're gonna do that but um but i witnessed (laughs) but uh she called my. She would call my sister and ask her advice, like on what to do because she tested positive and you know whatever. Because she she got like pneumonia and stuff, and like she's like thirty. She's like fairly young, my cousin. So like, dude, she got hit pretty hard. Anyways, um, but again, they all live in this house and shit. And again, they're not the smartest people. Like the none of them graduated high school. And I'm not looking down on people that don't. But when you have a whole family, that's like didn't make it past sophomore year, like dude, like kind of makes sense of why a lot of different things so anyways um she my my sister had said something like i don't know what this is she's like i'm really nervous or not nervous but uh, i don't know what this means for the holidays and my cousin said you can't live in fear right one of those things 
and then my sister fired not fired back but she was like it's and they weren't arguing they're just like having this conversation and um she's like it's not about living in fear it's about not having trust she's like trust is broken and i was like damn and when she said it like that it's like dude like you it, it's one thing to be like hey like this is the situation because here's the thing is i'm not even saying they're the family that spread it per se because i know it came from my cousin like the other one the other family who went back to florida like when she was staying at the house and going everywhere like that's that's how it had to happen like that's just common sense right but i'm not here to i'm not trying to point fingers but the fact that there was no responsibility the fact that they were like they didn't tell anybody the fact all these different things so and i was like damn that it's that's that trust she's like and when you can't trust your family like that's a big fucking thing and then it turns out so my other uncle not the one you know who i got a call but my other uncle we got a call he calls a couple of days ago he's fucking um uh tested positive and he's another dude that has like asthma he has breathing problems he's fucking short and fat like he has health problems and it's like fuck dude and it's like that like that's when i get worried you know when it was my aunt that got sick when it was my mom when it was my sister when it was my uncle and that's the shit that fucking scares me right and because like i've talked about this a lot like i've lost a lot of people recently i lost a lot of within i mean never mind a year of during lockdown but shit since july june like a lot of people close and it's like fuck dude and that's what scares me and that's what like when i see people not taking it when i see them my own family not taking it seriously in that sense like just a basic level and um and that's like kind of what where i'm seeing things a lot differently like how the perspective of not just covid but like dude just general safety health and my aunt that family my aunt she's a nurse so it's like when her own daughter is calling my sister for advice because she doesn't take the advice of her own mom that's a nurse like that's what's fucking crazy dude that's, and, that is crazy and i'm not trying to bash my family because it's like but I, I i'm using i'm using them as an example of like these are people in our lives dude these are <laughs> these are real people and like you know we look far into like you know our own families we could obviously pick a lot of stuff out but um i just find that shit really crazy you know and but also like i was really appreciative because so many people checked on me like i didn't i didn't put it out there like i let you guys know because i was like hey i'm gonna be out for a minute because you know this and that um but like you know, then word got out, and people were like, "Hey, you know, just just kind of just check. What do you need? What do you need?" I was like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." But like, that means the world to me because like, it was just like, "Yo, you cool? You know what I mean?" Even if it's just saying like, "How are you feeling today? Like, how do you feel right now?" And uh, like, you know, I'm really appreciative of that. Just that there's still like common courtesy. Like, it's simple, right? And because on the other side, it was like, damn, dude, like when your own family's kind of disregarding everything. So it, it made me it made me like actually think about um, think a lot about that, you know, and like and it sucks, dude. It's like my if because when I told my mom, I was like, mom, you, I'm going to say something next time. I'm not going to make a big deal now. I was like, she's like, I'm, I was like, no, don't call. 
because my mom was cool during this time and she was like what the even my mom was kind of like it's fucking stupid you know and she agreed with every like when my when my uncles and like they're telling me shit and then my mom's agree like i know i'm not wrong and so my mom called and was just like, yo, this is, it's coming back around to us that somebody's saying this. And she was like, I was sick before Franco. He didn't get me sick. And, of course, then, you know, like her sister's like, well, I didn't say anything. You know, because, like, of course, you did. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, but you probably know who did. So it was, it was just crazy seeing, like. It, bullshit. Well, yeah, because it wasn't even calling them out. It was just saying, hey, just to let you know, I got sick. I'm letting you know I got sick first. And the, it's and then when my when my sister said what she said, I was like, "Damn, dude!" And um, it's crazy because like it's that that was the shittiest thing about COVID, right? Like, I guess my experience is seeing that and what it does to a family from just uh, carelessness. Failure to accept any real responsibility, um, protecting your family, right? Like all these different things. But then it also like, like, so, uh, socio sociologically, uh, what's the word? But like when you look back on it, it's like you see how like this family just lives in one spot to get like whatever's outside the little bubble. They don't fucking know shit. Matter. Like it, they don't, whether they don't care, whether they don't, and, and you see that that's just a problem in America. You see that that's just a problem, not just within my family, but that's just, these are issues, right? But also, like I said, or very early on, this, these are the people that vote Republican. These are the people <laughs> that are, that are that are pro-Trump. These are the, and it, and it was like, it makes total, because also, like I was talking about all these kids, I was talking about, you know, all these different babies, daddies, whatever, like, you know, all the kids have different last names type of one of those situations, but yet they're anti-abortion, right? But like, it's people like this that they'll get an abortion and then get pregnant right afterwards. And they'll be on welfare, but it's the immigrants' fault that it's the problem with America. It's those are the lazy. It's the lazy. It's the lazy black people, right, that are ca ca causing all the crime. It's the lazy immigrants that are coming over here that are that are bleeding our system. And it's like, like you guys have a criminal record. Like, the justice system doesn't work for you guys. Like, how how are you guys conservatives? How do you how do you live a, this certain lifestyle and consider yourself Catholic, or not Catholic, Christian? And, um, again, I see this because it's not just my family that I see this in, but this is America. This is literally, like, the problems and the challenges and like and it's fucking crazy because like this people getting sick people getting covid shouldn't be a political issue this shouldn't be on on like any sort of like agenda right it's like you go you get your vaccination 
you know, I was really lucky in my situation. Like I said, I didn't have um, insurance, but the government paid for that treatment that I got. And I called to ask, you know, they got my information and it was, you know, it was what it was. And, you know, I felt better, you know, thank God. But um, th- those are the things that like that spending that time off with getting sick, really think. And I'm not even a, and here's what's crazy is I'm not even a praying man anymore. Like and for those who know me, know I. Uh, I have um, I have nine years of religious education um, I was really involved with the Catholic Church. I made all my sacraments through uh, one church, and I'm not um, I'm not anti-religious in any way, um, and I don't uh, and I'm not atheist. But um, I do believe that where we have gotten with our worship leaders, and and the corruptness that allows that to happen right we're in a, we're in a very we're in a very dangerous spot when it comes to religion that and and I'll just kind of just just leave that there cuz that's a whole other conversation but um when I when I see the hypocrisy right in America when it comes to religious freedoms, medical freedoms, all these different things and they shouldn't be it shouldn't be political. It should be about, you know, what's right for your family, what's right for yourself. And um granted like this whatever I got, like that money may have went into a pharmaceutical company, whatever it is, but I didn't have to I didn't have to foot that bill. And what's crazy, so I was thinking about this, right? So my uncle, who I just said tested positive, he is an anti-vaxxer. He's another one that's very pro-Trump. Honestly, he is, he's one of the harshest guys you'll meet, but he's, um, he does give back a lot to his community. And um, he's somebody that I could understand, right? on the side that's pro-Trump, conservative, where I could, I could kind of understand it more because he's a working-class guy. He's worked with his hands his whole life, and he feels nobody should get a free pass, right? Um, he's not lazy. He's not hypocritical in any sort of way. But whatever his reasons to not get the vaccine, which one time he said, he when we just brought it up when it first came out, he was like, fuck no, I ain't going to get that shit. That's really was his response. Or you got to be stupid or whatever it was. But I thought about it. Whatever his reasoning is, whatever his fucking reasoning is, whether it be, you know, uh, they call you're not a, a what they call you a true blood anymore or a pure blood. Uh, um it changes your DNA. Uh, he doesn't know what's in it, right? Whatever the reasoning that somebody who's not going to get a vaccine get it. But yet, when he he was calling my mom, and he was trying to figure out how to get the antibodies, that IV. So I was thinking about, I was like, bro, like that's literally like the DNA from somebody else. Like that's their antibodies that they're putting in into you. <laughs> like to me when they told it, I was like, oh, that's more gross. But I was like, eh, whatever it is, what it is. But it's like, it's like the people who are, 
you get what I'm saying. Like it's it's the the hypocrisy in it, and and um, I just really just seen it, man. And and that's I I was really just pay, I paid attention and um was was analyzing all that, and it it opened my eyes to just the way the world works and me kind of made me understand what's going on like this civil war of intelligence in front of us we're like the people who are pushing this narrative one way or another they're fucking dumb as bricks like they they the the, the masses right and i see that with my family i see the and we're, most people are like hey i don't care whatever it is and then then it's or like somebody who's Who's um? How do I how do I seem like the alpha male, right? Let me watch these videos so I can so I can be big and strong and whatever. Listen to this guy make these references because I'm gonna take his talking points. Oh yeah, and and then they use it in an argument. Yeah, so it's like, I, fool, it's not your own thought. Shut the fuck up. And I know somebody else that's like that. I know like the homie that you well the that who I have I have beef with and I seen how he's a prime example of that how the the fakeness of him he he literally will take talking points of conspiracy theories or whatever it is and it's like do you know do you know what that do you know what's going on like do you really understand and there and it remind me of this um uh it was a tweet this I, this dude I saw it on Reddit but it was uh it's this dude who's very he's anti Trump. He's a he's a white guy. He kinda looks like Andy Dick, but he um he's this older white guy. And anyways he said uh he said you have nurses that don't believe in medicine that that are quitting. Or something about the maxi- the va- the vaccination mandate, <laughs> the vaccine. <laughs> he's like you have nurses that don't believe in medicine quitting. You have teachers that don't believe in science quitting, and you have police officers that don't believe in public safety quitting. He's like, I see no um, bad in all this, or or it's all good, or whatever it is. I was like, damn, dude, that's fucking true, because again, I see my aunt, who's, I don't want to say spreading misinformation, but she's very irresponsible on the whole subject. And, um... The thing, but again, the thing. Did you see what's happening now? Where with Phoenix, um, Phoenix PD, uh, the or yeah, the Phoenix Police Department, how they're hiring now, like recruiting out of Ohio. Nah. So now that they're the numbers are so low with recruitment with uh, police, and this is, I think, this is a national thing, which is like an, a a good thing. But they're all quitting and all this, you know, all this shit's going on. But now what's going on is they're going to. Oh, they're doing a higher whatever it is in Ohio, in Ohio, and they're looking to bring over two hundred police from Ohio to be over fe- here. Yeah, so what? The, so what's going to go on? If crime is going to go up, but police corruption is going to go way high. A bunch of stuff's going to happen with um with policing, because what what's going to happen is um again when you come down to a real basic level of um what community policing means and keeping your community. Uh, safe is they're saying they're saying one of the safest ways for this to happen is for cops um to be from the neighborhoods 
So so the cops look like you, right? Look whether you're Hispanic neighborhoods, black neighborhoods, um, native, whatever it is. But even just the fact that they're from the neighborhood and they know the people, they know the area, right? And it's not about making arrests, but it's actually about safety. Um, but it's when you get cops that are from outside the neighborhood that come into these urban neighborhoods or whatever it is, they don't know the people, right? Everybody's a threat to them. You know, the, the, the big black guy selling loose cigarettes, oh, he's a big, he's more of a threat than, you know, than uh, this white guy who I know is in this neighborhood. He's, he's just drunk, right? But that same drunk guy in another neighborhood, I mean, another race, would get tased and get, you know what I mean? All these. So the point is, um, obviously that's not happening when they come from out of state. Also, Ohio's one of the most racist fucking, like some systematically racist states in the fucking country. And not only that, on top of that, what's going to happen is these cops who get busted or who get fired from departments or they get um, transferred out, they have, they'll have, a long history of um uh, what I forgot what it's called, but they'll have a long history of uh of um like police brutality or like abuse. Yeah, police like all, they'll have all these things, but what ends up happening is they'll just kick them out of one precinct and move them to another, kind of like how like the Catholic Church would do with the priest, and they'll just move them from oh, yeah, priest. It's, a mob. it's yeah. all it's that mob mentality. It always takes over any corporation, any entity. It always takes over, dog. And that's what, and they're going to bring those. And then the more powerful here. they get, the more powerful that cover-up becomes. And what they say, they say if this is successful <laughs> with Ohio, bringing Ohio police over here or recruits. Or it's not bringing German cops. They're, <laughs> they're gonna, they're go, they'll do it in other states. So they'll start recruiting in other states, and that's how they're going to move these out. But also, like you said, the, when you look at like um, police unions, and if when you when you really start to look at it as actual gangs, like and and that's been proven, where like LAPD and um where there's literal police gangs, not just like, um that's not just like a hyperbole. That's not just you know trying to be, um, dramatic or just like a ter- using a general term, but they're literal gangs that have like tattoos that are in the fucking police force. Yeah, they got their symbol. They all get tatted yeah. or whatever. Whenever they kill somebody. They get a tattoo, they'll get a skull, they'll get an extra, you know, heart, whatever the fuck it is. And, but like what, what, ha- the, that's like a wet dream where you say, yeah, dude, they're taking, they're going to take fucking 10 of us over in Phoenix, spread over, you know, three different precincts. Dude, we're going to have the whole West Side. And then they start building up, they start recruiting, doing whatever it is over there. And that's, and that's what's fucking going to happen with all this shit going on with, with the policing and, um, Dude, it, so anyways, I've been kind of, I've been on that kick. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna go look into that. I didn't even yeah. hear about that. Yep, uh, I think it's I think it's two hundred two hundred um, uh, police police officers. Yeah, from they're they're trying to recruit two hundred from Ohio. I believe that's the number. But uh, but yeah. So yeah, so all that happened, and you know, watch the Squid Games. So <laughs> oh yeah, Squid Games. Let's go. Let's go smoke a blunt. We'll be right back. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> 